Uh, welcome to Mystery Outsiders and Abs. Teen Drama Fan Cast. trying to say something? Was it something that's... that's no, it was not important. No, no. I was just like, oh no, I talked over the intro. No, you were just just making noises? Yeah. I'm tired, guys. I was up until like 3 a.m. both nights this weekend. Yeah. Too old for that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, it's, uh, we're, we're recording this on Sunday, so it's very, very close to when, you know... It goes out. And it goes out. Also, that means it's Father's Day. And this episode is about Kirsten's father. Yeah, it was interesting timing. Yeah, it it's a, like we planned it. Yeah, because we because we definitely did. Yes, this was on purpose, guys. It was not on purpose. It was not on purpose. It was not on purpose. Was not on purpose. We, I didn't even know this was, this episode was about that. Well, you would think it wasn't because it's called The Girlfriend. Yeah, no. I, I thought it would be <laughs> something about, about Marissa, but no, it's not. It's not even really about that. It's a weird title. It is. They it's, could have called it the grandpa. They could have called it many things. Yeah, <laughs> but they they decided what they were. They, they called it what they called it. So uh, we don't have too much. To, I think to talk about beforehand on this one. I Not think much can, banter. I think we can pretty much just get like right, right into, into this. It. So this is episode six, the girlfriend. The girlfriend. So it pretty much starts off immediately, and we learn that Kirsten's dad's coming, and they got a lot of food and for it. Everyone's having feels. Yeah, well, Sandy has negative feels. <laughs> Kirsten has uncertain, scared. She wants to impress her dad. Feels Sandy is like openly hostile to. Um... Yes, <laughs> he is not into Caleb in any way. Well, it, un- until like. He actually gets some story going. I felt I thought this entire episode was just going to be um, Sandy sassing people because <laughs> there's a lot of him just like standing at the wine glass, just like you know, putting out, throwing out like a quip at somebody, <laughs> making quippy statements. Yeah, I was curious about this food that they bought because they were talking about a party, but the food that they bought isn't for the party because the party has caterers, so they just bought like. Well, either, like, either that or they bought the food for the caterers. Oh, maybe. They're like, look, we have the supplies. I don't, I don't know, but they have a back, They have a surfboard usually is where that place is full of yep. worth of food. Yep. And it turns out that even though they're, like, aggressing about this, um, Daddy Caleb's already there. Yeah, he. it, it took me a while to figure it out. So I thought he w- just, like, walked into the house as they were loading the stuff in. Which was confusing because both Ryan and Seth are outside. outside. And also he says, says that his girlfriend is in the pool. And, like, did she literally get there and go in? <laughs> You're like, I'm not saying hi to anyone. But, no, apparently she's he's just been hanging around the house and doesn't announce his presence. No, doesn't call because we know they have cell phones and be like hey kiki my plane got in early i'll be at your house like if you're not there i'll let myself in he wanted to ambush them oh yeah yeah and like here's the thing so yes we like like our parents stop by our house sometimes usually that's no beforehand and if not at least i would expect for if i open the door they'd be like hey i'm here hey babe instead of them walking into the house putting down groceries having a conversation and then, and then s- him appearing on the other side of the fridge it's li- like he apparated yeah no. like he, he just, just he harry pottered right up behind that fridge well you know the term he batmaned <laughs> he batmaned he batmaned his way in little does he know how much he'll have in common with ryan yeah well i mean he's clearly like <laughs> he's clearly lex Luthor. 
he hates everything. He is immediately critical of literally everything in this house. Yeah. Including uh, Seth's physique. Yeah, he he makes a very simple comment, which is just, you're not a football player. I believe it's, you're still not a football player. You're still player. not a football player. And it's very matter-of-factly mean. Yeah, as if Seth, the expectation was Seth, Seth should have changed. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't know. know. Um, and Ryan is is worried that he's going to be upset that he burned down the house. And Seth's like, oh, he probably doesn't care. No, immediately. He cares. He cares. He also is, like, hypercritical of Kirsten for everything. Hiring yeah. an architect that he hasn't met. Okay, we're... No, that's in the first scene. It, is that in the first scene? Yeah, he gets more critical later. Okay, well, because, like, I I wrote down... No, no, that, no, that is that is later. That is later, because I want to get to it, because he says something that's... No, no this, this entire pre-thing is leading up to the fact that he doesn't care about Ryan. Mm. And he's like, Ryan, why don't you uh, take that coal around back? Because, of course, he has to carry the coal. He's a poor boy. Also, he's stronger than Seth. Yes. Uh, but this immediately leads up to what I'm going to call the music from that scene in <laughs> Fast Times at Ridgemont High place. Yep. Because he goes around back. And there's... This beautiful blonde woman. Yeah, who is, you know... Swimming in the pool. Well, no, no, she's just getting She's just out emerging the from pool. the pool. She, Full makeup. Her makeup has not run, despite the fact she was fully submerged in the water. No, no, she swims from the neck down. <laughs> but, but her hair is wet. Yeah, no, it's a weird... She's, she primarily does the backstroke. She's TV, TV pool. Yeah, um, but, like, the music plays, and it's all, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. But this this is Gabrielle. This is um, Daddy Kirsten's girlfriend. Girlfriend, the titular and, girlfriend. And and Seth, who got away from his grandpa, from his grandfather, is also there. So I guess they said it's up so that Ryan would see her first. And to, and, and to be fair, he is shocked. Yes, that is, is not what he was expecting. Well, he's from Chino. Where people don't have 24-year-old girlfriends, I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, 24-year-olds probably would. That's true. Uh, I, I, think he's, I think he's just more impressed by like, how attractive she is. She's very, very attractive. Yes, she is. Um, and uh, yeah. She yeah. comes out of the pool. She's the pool. quite nice to them. Seth says that may be my grandmother. <laughs> Seth, Seth insists on calling her <laughs> grandma. His, his, his grandma to an extent that I think is a fetish. Because nobody gets that on board with, oh, grandma. It's true. His his grandfather's 24-year-old girlfriend. Oh, grandma. Who he is definitely not going to marry. Yeah. 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 She actually has, like, we'll, we'll get into Gabrielle. She has a pretty sad story, actually. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. never really gets resolved or no, talked about. No, nothing happens. And I, I don't think she leaves this episode a happier person. Yeah, we're... <laughs> We'll get into that, but that is that is everything beforehand. But can we talk about the astroturf she's standing on when she gets out of the pool? Okay. I kind of thought they actually filmed those scenes outside, which I don't know why I would think that. Why would they film those scenes outside? Do, do they not? It looks like she's standing on astroturf. Like, that grass I mean, is you, you, not, like, any grass. I mean, grass. you could have astroturf outside. Like, they're definitely outside. They're by the pool. Why but would like, they not shoot that in the pool that they have? Do they actually have a pool? Yeah, you see it in the pool house scenes. You see it all the time. All right. Marissa and um, 
uh, Reiner in the pool. They have a house that I sure is the house that they... That they film. And you think yeah. they film the pool scenes outside of the house. Well, yeah, because you can see the pool from the house. Right. They have an infinity pool. Remember? They do have an infinity pool. But it never looks like an infinity pool when they're swimming in it. Nah, who knows? I don't know they, why they I do care. A lot of, they do a lot of... Usually they swim at night. Remember, keep That's that in mind. That's true. That's true. So you can't really see the infinity part of it. Um... But we, we, we come back and we learn that Seth and Ryan have no cool because they're just like talking about her and staring at her. So they're in like the hot tub section of the yeah. pool and she's like floating in the pool pool. Yeah. And, and, we, they, and, we, and, we, and we get a good side butt shot. And they for like she for sure can hear them. Profile from her to <laughs> from her butt to them. Yep. So like, here's the thing. Seth and Ryan have no cool. Gabrielle also has no cool. No, she just wants to talk to these no, yeah, people she, who are in your her age. You could say talk to. She wants to bro up with them. Yeah. Like, she does everything but, like, crack open a beer and belch. It's true. She's like, hey, can I hang out in the pool? And she sits between them and is like, what's up, bros? You guys like girls? Tell me about your girls. <laughs> well, that's because she's not allowed to go inside and drink wine and talk with the grown-ups. No, no. She's put out in the kitty area. <laughs> <laughs> and I was wondering, maybe Caleb is why they can't drink beer because he is obsessed with wine in this episode. That's true. He, he, he drinks a lot of yeah, wine. He pounds it down. Maybe that's why Kirsten's house. Once they moved into the big house, no more beer. That's, that that's, was his condition. That's, that's possible. He was like, "I'll buy you a house, but you no, can't drink beer." Yeah, no, no Kirsten and no girls allowed inside. <laughs> Because Gabrielle's to stay out there. Just to stay outside with the kids. Hang out with the bros. Um, but she's like, yo, tell me all your girls. And they're both <laughs> like, uh, this is weird. But then they do. You're, you're wearing a very small bikini. <laughs> and you have to be aware that we are teenage boys. Um, I don't think she's ever hung out with teenage boys before. <laughs> she's, I feel like she hasn't hung out with human beings before. <laughs> But this is like, um, Seth's like, oh, well, there's summer, but like, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, you asked that summer oh, no, out. Oh, she, 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 what I'm going to call Anna's him. Oh, she first, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And then she Anna's Ryan. Well. Well, she tries to. <laughs> okay, well, this, she's like, like, um, Seth brings up, why don't you ask Marissa? And, and she's like, oh, Marissa, tell me about Marissa. And he's like, oh, no. Uh, like, like, she, she has a boyfriend. Like, we haven't like, talked to each other in a couple weeks. It's like, oh, why not? He's like, oh, no, just some things, boyfriend. And I'm like, well, last time you <laughs> talked, her boyfriend got shot. Yeah, that. That's, that's a pretty, pretty big thing. But I do love when they're like, oh, she's dated him since grade five. And she's like, okay, she dated him since he ate paste. Girl needs to move on. Yeah. And Seth goes, I think he still eats paste. <laughs> and that is like, like, <laughs> like the drop on the for scene. the end of the scene. <laughs> because since they, since they were talking about Luke and Marissa, we cut to Luke and Marissa. Where they're getting back together. Well, Luke wants to get back yes. together. Marissa is giving, is Marissa-ing all over the place. She's which giving means, vague non-answers. And she cannot make a choice that's not based on, like, anger. Well, and he's like, I'm sorry I broke up with you. And I'm like, did you? Like, I know you said I'm done with this. But then you came back, and then Marissa was like, I can't. My dad. I think, so really, Marissa broke up with him. But now, to be fair, Luke is being very rational. He's like, can't, I cannot say it the other way around. That's true. I was just shot. I know she'll lose it. Most of the scene I was spent being like, man, how quickly after this scene is Marissa going to go talk to Ryan? Because you know that it, that's how it always works. That's She's what like, she always does. Like, well, I had to talk with Luke. Time to go have a talk with Ryan. Gotta even things out. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but we... <laughs> 
we uh, we cut back inside to the adults. Time mm-hmm. for a- time for adult problems, Aaron. Where we learn that Gabrielle is twenty four. Yes, yep. which is the entire selling point, apparently, to Caleb. Yep. And we also learn that Kiki is going to get demoted because she adopted Ryan. Okay, so there's a lot in this scene to unpack. Yeah. Uh, let's take it from the beginning. So they're having this party. Yep. Caleb doesn't seem to want the party. No, he wants to have dinner with the four of us and Gabrielle. Which is fine. Why didn't... So why is Kirsten doing it? Yeah, why didn't... And why didn't he tell her what he wanted forever ago? I feel like Kirsten would know this. And so I'm like, is she doing it for the community? She doesn't like the The community. community. It's very... But it's, it's the party of the episode. It comes across as if she's doing it because it's what her mom would have done. Yeah. It's, it, it's vague, it's like shifty, but it's because there's lines later where he's like, oh, your mom would have been proud of you. She would have loved this party. So I yeah. think Kirsten is trying to replace her mom, Maybe. but she and her dad never talk to each other. So they have no idea what either of them thinks or feels or wants. Yeah. Well, well especially considering how what this is followed up by is Daddy Kirsten, uh, what, I, what I have called business aggressives all over her because he's like, oh, no, you, just, you clearly can't do this. Like, oh, you... He says the phrase, you hired an architect architect without me approving it. And she's like, oh, well, I mean, nothing would have gone through without this. He's like, oh, you don't need my approval. I'm like, you <laughs> You wh- literally just <laughs> said. <laughs> One second ago, you said you hired an architect without me approving it. Oh, you don't need my approval. He is gaslighting her. He's told – everyone gaslights her all the time. <laughs> she is in charge of residential development. Yeah. There is absolutely no reason why she shouldn't be allowed to hire an architect by herself. But he, but he is like, well, well – I, I think we learned later, and I think that um, Sandy's absolutely correct about it. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get into that when that comes up. But this entire scene is just him, like, trying to use business foo on her. And her getting infuriated because she's seeing it, but, but it but doesn't... But it's her dad, so she can't... Yeah. She can't disassociate her emotions. Yeah, so... <laughs> then he builds on to his business foo. Yeah. And you took in this child without... Calling me? Clearly you're overwhelmed. Oh, uh, well, I'll just I'll demote you so you have more time to spend with your new son, your new family. It's like, what? <laughs> what? What is... How and, do you explain that to your board of directors? Oh, yeah, I demoted Kirsten because she adopted a boy. <laughs> and then she adopted a street boy. And the board of the directors are like, oh, You know, one okay. of them street boys who burned down my houses. I mean, that's sad. Um, and then, he, and then because this episode is full of the weirdest transitions ever, because like it's like like we gotta lead into the next episode. He just sits down and goes, "So tell me about Jimmy. He lost four million. Cut to Jimmy." <laughs> yeah, someone different who only like read summaries of previous episodes wrote this episode. Yeah. So um, guess what, guys? Julie Cooper is the worst. She passively aggressively bully. She passively aggressively bullies Jimmy with a horse. Because the horse was Caitlin's best friend. You know, I think the horse was her best friend. And Jimmy's like, I don't care. It's a horse. It's a horse. She has other friends. You clearly, clearly the reason that Julie's upset about the horse is gone is because they don't have the status of being like, our daughter has a horse. Exactly. Yeah. And then Julie decides she's going to divorce him. Yeah. So the the pre-credit sequence, or the the last time on, Mm -hmm. recaps us about the fact that Jimmy said like, all right, either I go to jail or we get the money back. Or like, so either I go to jail or... Or I repay the money. And we... Was it... No, no. If he goes to jail, they somehow kept the money or something? No. Um, 
I think if he goes to jail, then he has longer to repay the money. Yeah, the, Is it very the, unclear? The, the, the basic crux is either he goes to jail but they get to keep essentially their livelihood mm-hmm. or they lose like being rich, but they get to keep him. It says, it's your choice. Her choice was nothing. Yeah. She's going to divorce him, which has nothing to do with any of the things he said. The thing is, I don't understand. Well, I mean, I watched the rest of the episode, yeah. so I know what game she's playing. Yeah. But if Caleb hadn't come to town, yeah. which we'll go into that later, what did she think she was achieving by divorcing him? I th- well, cause, I, cause is her how, only plan to marry another rich man? I assu- yeah, I assume so. I assume her plan is to continue being the evil-eyed woman we know and love, which is to divorce Jimmy and find a rich man. Great. Good plan, Julie. Way to bring us into the 21st century. Boom! Julie Cooper. <laughs> Role model for women everywhere. Nope. Uh, <laughs> nope, nope. But nope. the, the answer to how long will it be until Marissa talks to Ryan is about this long. But to be fair, Ryan com- comes to her. He comes to her, and he because he because he was motivated by Gabrielle and her boobs. Gabrielle's Anna-ing yeah. worked. Yeah, and of course he immediately talks to Marissa, and the spell from last episode continues, and Luke just materializes <laughs> behind her. Except for now, Luke is super chill. Well, that's because Luke has reset. No, because Luke's on drugs. Oh, this is the after school special. This this entire thing, Luke is like, like, I swear to God, he walks up, he sees Marissa talking to Ryan. He's like, hey, Ryan, what's up? Thanks for bringing me to the hospital. He throws both of them like a hang. He's like, you two be cool while I go get some drugs. And I'm like, Luke, Luke, wow. What happened to you in the hospital that made you so chill? Drugs. Drugs. He's on. many drugs he's just down in the t3s like candy <laughs> like to the point that i'm worried about because <laughs> he's never acted this way before <laughs> he, but it's, and then i i completely forgot what ryan and Marissa, like essentially ryan just gets upset because like ryan oh. is just awkward about it and leaves nothing yeah. is achieved yeah he's like oh okay bye i go i just wanted to make sure you were okay you're okay Okay. And gone. Gone. And so then Ryan's at work. And Gabrielle stalks Ryan. And yeah, women love to stalk Ryan. Oh, they do. I'm still puzzled by his job at this restaurant and what kind of restaurant this is. Okay, so he's so he's cleaning dishes when she gets there. But then she places an order with him. And she asks him if he can serve him alcohol, and he says, oh, I can't serve alcohol. No, he says, I can't serve you. Yeah. And then she says, oh, you're underage. But Which, maybe, maybe he meant I'm not a no, server. No, 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 because no, he gives her he gives her pomegranate juice after that. Oh, that's right. And then and she then puts she her sp- own vodka. And then she spikes it. it. Which, like, this, so Gabrielle is a very engaging <laughs> character. She's also kind of a terrible character mm. because when she says, "All oh, right, you're underage." Once again, much like how um, Seth, much how Seth oh, yeah. was saying saying like Grandma's a fetish. Well, that seems to be her thing. She's very. I think, so she reveals... She's Grundy-esque. She reveals in this episode um, when she... Because she's talking about flying and Ryan's like, oh, I've never been on an airplane. And she goes, oh, the first time I was ever on a plane was when I was 15 and my mom sent me to Japan by myself to get a modeling job. Yeah. Because it would be easier than her getting a job of her own. Then she did drugs. And then then she did drugs. And then by the time she got clean, she was 22. 21. 21 and over the hill. Yeah. Um, The the retirement age is what she called it. For a model. For a model. So I think she is emotionally 
still 15. Oh, no, she definitely is. Like, she is. Like you, she is a broken human. Like, you you see it. And, like, the, the fact that they don't pay, pay a lot of attention to it. But actually, so she stole alcohol from the plane and spiked her own drink? In a restaurant. In a restaurant speaks to the kind of character that she is. Yeah. They're like, it needs to be alcoholic. This show does so much without saying it. But the, but the thing that bugs me is there's no resolution to it. We'll, we'll, we'll get... We, yeah. Let's... We want you as the audience. I, I we we talk as, as we talk as though we assume you've seen the episode, um, for the most part. Uh, so, but if you haven't, we're going to let you unravel Gabrielle as we unravel yeah. Gabrielle. But the point is that she is very turned on by Ryan being underage. She thinks he's great. But they bond over the fact that Ryan kind of had a crappy childhood, childhood and she, she also had, had a crappy yeah. childhood. And then we have a little cutscene where Sandy is just. He comforts Kristen. Yeah, Kristen. yeah, Kirsten. Kiki. Kiki. And she just can't. Like, she is just struggling with this. He's suggesting to her that she should quit. <laughs> yeah, by whispering it, you should quit. And she's like, "I, my dad, you, my you, work. You should quit. And he's just thrilled, thrilled to pieces that he suddenly realized that Kirsten could maybe not have a job. This This episode did a good job of putting Sandy in the wrong without destroying what his character is yes because he is coming from such a good place he just yeah. cannot see her perspective yeah and there, and there's a lot of times where um epi- where series will take a character and they're like all right we have to do an episode where they're in the wrong and it doesn't match with their character yeah sandy is definitely in the wrong in this episode mm-hmm. but he does it in a way that you can still understand sandy doing it exactly yeah yeah um so anyway back to the restaurant because Ryan's stalkers have collided, essentially. And Ryan leaves in the middle of his shift to go talk to Marissa on the boardwalk. Yeah, what is this restaurant? I'm so confused. Look, welcome to the Crab Shack. It's not the Crab Shack. Either they have lobster, I think. <laughs> no, I think it's called the Crab Shack, right. though. Welcome to the Crab Shack. And here at the Crab Shack, if you're working here and a girl comes in, you're allowed to go in and talk to her. It's, just a, it's, a, it's a cool, chill rule we have going around. We had to fire the guy who shot the dude, but he's not here anymore. Don't worry don't about worry, it. Don't worry, don't worry. But, uh... <laughs> Also, there's that super upset um, uh, kitchen guy who left, but don't worry about it. Don't worry. They didn't get to talk to girls. <laughs> but we get to talk to girls. <laughs> so he goes outside to talk to her. And Marissa... I, I don't God. know. She wants them to fight over her. Yeah. She, well, she wants one of... Because here's the thing. Luke is essentially telling her, be with me. And she wants Ryan to say, be with me. Yeah. But, but Ryan, Ryan won't. Well, yeah, because Ryan's like... You have to make the choice. And Summer tells her the same thing. Summer's okay. like... <laughs> okay, Summer is right, but in the wrongest way possible. Summer is always right in the wrongest way possible. <laughs> because because <And, laughs> this, this thing is, you know, yeah. Marissa and Summer seen land. They both say essentially the same thing, which is like, Marissa, you have to choose. But Summer's like, well, of course he wouldn't choose. He comes from the place where there's people making out on hoods of cars and, like, doing this thing. It's like a Fast and Furious movie. Yeah. And I'm like, Summer, you're right, but what are you talking about? Why are you taking this Why would that make him not be able to choose? Yeah. So, essentially, Ryan asks Marissa if she's going to go to the party or if she'll go to the party. And yeah. she's already going with Luke. Yes. <laughs> so, Luke has invited her. Luke? Asked Marissa to go to Ryan's adopted grandfather's party. Birthday party at Ryan's house. Luke is on drugs. <laughs> so. Like, the only way I can imagine is that Luke did not actually ask her. He was just like. Julie asked Luke to <laughs> ask her. Or Luke was like, so we're all going to this party tomorrow, right? Yeah. And Marissa was like, 
yes, it's a date. <laughs> and then, but then she's like, uh, uh, I just, uh, uh. So, but yeah. But also the scene that Summer bullies Seth into going with her to the party. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And she also gives him to lick something off her finger. Yeah, it's an awkward and cute scene. Here, here's the thing. The more that I see of Summer and Seth together, the more I think that they belong together because they're both just like terrible with each other in a way that matches almost. That's super endearing. Because Summer is just so terrible and Seth is also pretty terrible. Yep. That when they're awkwardly together, be like, lick this off my finger. And he's like, I don't really want to like, lick it off my I finger. I don't like picante. This is for Marissa. Lick it <laughs> off my finger. I'm like, you know what? I ship it. Yeah, th- this is some good flirting. You know what? I'll give you. I'll give. I'll give you this one. OC. And she's honest with him too. He's like, are you asking because you want to go to the party with me or because you want to get into the party? Well, she just stares at him and he's like, mm, point taken. All right. Yeah, he makes his decision. Um, so then we have some more Kiki and Sandy because Sandy has been thinking all day about what if she oh, quits. He's already made the decision. He uh, is super excited. They're going to go buy their house that they lived in in Berkeley. They're going to buy that house back. I think this is a perfect example of like Kirsten and Sandy's relationship is that Sandy is very short-sighted but very idealistic. Yes. And Kirsten is very long-sighted and very realistic. And very practical. Which is why they work so well together. Because they balance each other. Exactly. And they do go on adventures. I mean... Because yeah. Sandy's right. It would be fun. It would be cool for a while. while. But if Kirsten doesn't have a job and they're what? They're surviving off of Sandy's... His public defender salary? No. <laughs> which is less than the amount of money that Jimmy dropped on a car or something. Know. But... But yeah, now they have a, and they have a street kid. They got a. They forgot with a street kid in their pool house. Ryan will go anywhere. He says. Is Seth has r- been planning his escape, and Ryan will go anywhere. It's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he thinks that Kirsty can start the art gallery she always wanted to start. Yeah, which which is sweet. Sweet. Yeah. It's so sweet. He's so excited, and she's just trying to be like Sandy. You have to calm down. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and he's like, "But your dad, he he holds you down." I, is this the scene where he mentions that um, she had to walk herself down the aisle at their wedding? Because uh, no, is that's that when, later? That's when they're in the kitchen. So that's before. No, no, yeah. So that's in the this is the dinner scene, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So he's so that's after. It's after. That's after. We'll talk about it then. Yeah, um, but, but we get into the dinner scene right away. Yeah, I mean, we we get a little bit where Summer... Oh, yeah, Summer... Summer, well, because... Oh, this is where Summer reveals why she wants to go to the party. Because she wants to be introduced to... To businessmen. Now, she she describes um, Danny Danny Kirsten as Donald Trump of the West, which is something different in 2017. Yeah, that that reference, (laughs) it does not. That reference changes immensely. But from what we see, not entirely inaccurate. (laughs) It's true. It's true. Because because in the next scene, it's the dinner scene. And he uses the term skirt, skirt chasing, chasing as a positive. Yeah. He's like, oh, Seth, how's your skirt chasing going? Well, no. Like, oh, yeah. Well, if, if you're as quick-witted as that, you should be great at skirt chasing. And I'm like, he's talking about like it's a sport. And all the kids are like, mm, including Gabrielle. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, even the adults are like. Uh. And Seth's like, well, if you mean hitting on girls from that outdated reference. Old cowboy lingo. <laughs> Yes, I am bringing a girl to the party. I've never heard skirt chasing used as a positive. I've always heard like like, I've heard it in neutral and negative. Yes, I've heard it for like oh he's a skirt chaser. Yeah, like he's distracted by girls. He's dumb. Yeah, I've heard someone be like, yeah, you're good at skirt chasing. (laughs) Like, great, thanks, Caleb. (laughs) Great work. Interesting. Um, but in the middle of the scene, Gabrielle gives um, sad flirt eyes to Ryan, and Ryan's just awkward. Ryan is uncomfortable. He does not like this. Yeah. 
And he Ryan doesn't know how to handle female attention. Because <laughs> when Marissa hits on him, he's also really awkward about it. He likes her, but he's also like, oh, God. This, this one, he's, like, horrified as we see more and more. <laughs> yeah. But um, th- th- this is where Sandy and Kirsten have their... Um... Oh, this is where it bowls. Yeah. Boils over. Yeah. Right, because Sandy wants... He's like... Daddy Caleb's on his second bottle of Merlot. Yeah. Now is the time. Tell him you're quitting. And she's like, I, 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 I don't know yet. And then... He Batman's they, on in. He Batman's on into the conversation. You're quitting. And Sandy's like, oh, yeah, she's quitting. Like, essentially, it's both of them talking for her. Yeah. Um, also, we learned that Sandy used to smoke the weed. The weed, which, which Seth which, loves. Which also does not surprise me. No, I, I'm i sure Sandy still smokes the weed sometimes. Yeah. Or eats the pot brownies. Well, you know, he he goes out and he surfs, and that's why he's always damp. <laughs> he's, he's just slightly high all the time. Surfing and smoking up. <laughs> but you know, this is what we're talking about, that, that this... You can clearly see that Sandy is wrong because he's talking for Kirsten. He's mm-hmm. like being like, "Oh no, she like like oh she wants this," and but that's like. But he's standing up for her. And he's we, yeah. He and, thinks he's saying what she's too scared to say. And and to be fair, like as we get in a later later scene, he's actually right. Like mm-hmm. she says, like no, I do want that, but I also want this. Exactly. Yeah. And this is where we find out that at her wedding, Kirsten had to walk herself down the aisle. Because her dad couldn't be there. Yeah. Apparently there was a monsoon, but they rescheduled three, three times. times. So he just... Pretty wicked monsoon. I mean, the implication is that he didn't care enough to be at the wedding. Yeah. I think as we learn a little bit more about Caleb, he couldn't be at the wedding. Yeah, I, 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 I think... I think emotionally he couldn't handle it. Um. Yeah, I guess. I could also see that he just... There's a few implications that come up in here. Um, mm-hmm. That we get a little bit later. Get, we get a little bit later. I'm just going to say it now. Yeah. That he wanted Jimmy to propose to Kirsten. That's yeah. just a throwaway line, but it's yeah. like a huge thing. That So it seems like he just didn't like her marrying he Sandy. He doesn't like Sandy. But we also, because we I, get some of the stuff in here too. Um, yeah. Kirsten's mom passed away. Yeah. Um, years ago. I And I get the sense that she passed away before Sandy and Kirsten got married. Yeah, I'd And then say so that. Sandy and Kirsten were young maybe engaged, moved back to um, the OC to, like, oh, take care of her. Yeah, and I so guess. I think they got married in the OC? Yeah, and I think the dad couldn't it, come back to the place where his this, wife had died. I guess, because it's also seemingly possible, because they did mention that they came to... Um, oh, no, that, Seth, Seth lived in the Berkeley house. Yeah. So yeah. the mom was alive then, never mind. Yeah, so they were married before that. I was just I, trying to make up something to make Caleb a better person. I, here's the thing. I, I, I think he did not like Sandy. Yeah. And I think... And I think it's not wrong to think that he just didn't he didn't care enough about Sandy to make it to work for his daughter. That's fair. Yeah, and I'm will, I'm willing to also accept that like the problem might not be that he's like oh I don't care about my daughter but more like I work so hard that I don't have time to care about my daughter. He's pulling the Jimmy Cooper where he's like I have to provide for yeah. my family, which is a different which like they're both bad. They're different kinds yeah. of bad. And we do um this was mentioned in the first scene, but Caleb is a self made man. He's like Ryan. He came from nothing. Yeah. And so the workaholic thing does sort of yeah. make sense. Yeah. Um, but this is the first time in any drama I've ever watched where we see how loudly people are talking by cutting back to the dining room <laughs> where Gabrielle, Seth, and Ryan are just like st- sitting awkwardly and they're like, maybe we, should, maybe we should go. And they go all the way to the pool house. Yeah, they leave. Because if they had gone to uh, like the living room, yeah. still would have heard things. Yeah. All the way to the pool house, yo.
Aaron. Yeah, Kevin. What are you drinking tonight? Uh, tonight I am drinking some very cold Screw It Shiraz. No, sc- Screw It Malbec in an apothic red wine glass. Is it very cold? Yeah, well, I put it in the fridge because it was very hot before that. <laughs> so, well, it's red wine. I went to a party last night. Yeah. And I, like, purposefully saved a bunch of the wine so that I would have wine for this. Yeah. And I put it in my trunk. And it then... Got hot. It got hot because I forgot the wine was in the trunk. You cooked that wine. I cooked that wine. So my solution was to put it in the fridge. It's all red wine. We should point that out because it's red wine. all red wine. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, if, if it was white wine, then that'd be fine. Yeah. Chilled. Chilled. I mean, red wine should be served at, like, cellar temperature. Okay. Which is the temperature I serve my pop at. Because I keep cool. my pop in my basement. It's cold. So, um, yeah. Screw it, Malbec. It's pretty good. Pretty cheap. $12. <laughs> selling point. Selling point. Real selling point. It also has a twist-off lid. Yeah. Because screw it. Like, screw top. Yeah, I got it. Ha, ha, ha. Clever. It's Canadian. Got to support Canadian wineries, I guess. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Also, it's in an apothic red wine glass that my dad brought home for me from work. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, he's going to see if there's some more. Can I need some more now. You have so many of them. I have, oh my gosh, I have like seven rocks glasses that he gave me from work. So, yeah. Good times. Yeah. Good times. Kevin, would you like to try some of this? No. No, it's no, fine. No. All right. All right. So, we get back into. Um, uh, the OC, where Ryan, Seth, and Gabrielle are broing out in the pool house. Playing video games. She is very clearly a robot built to fulfill, like, adolescent male sex fantasies. Because she loves video games and thinks the game that she's playing sucks. Yeah, no, she she is a very attractive... Mm-hmm. Very cool. <laughs> very cool, who's, who is attractive to... Uh, who, who is attracted to underage people, apparently... Apparently. Apparently. She finds that cool. But also she can hang out and play video games and talk about comic books. So. uh, Also, she may be built by, like, Caleb as some sort of robot to destroy the OC. Is she his OC's nemesis? I don't know. It's quite possible. And she's just trying to. They know. She knows it's a young man. So now she's going to go meet all of the young men to try to figure (laughs) out. What are the name of the bots from. um, The Fembots. The Fembots. Is she a Fembot? She's uh, she's definitely a Fembot. She's a Fembot. I feel like Caleb had a really rough time when he was inventing her because he was like, what is the age that I can make her where it's only marginally creepy that I am dating, quotation mark, her. But she's not so old that the 16-year-olds, 17-year-olds I'm looking for are put off. Can, can we tell a little bit about the um, casting of Gabrielle? She is very, very beautiful. She is 100% she, not 24. Yeah. Well, it's because I think... Because because they had to age up the teenagers, so they also had to age up twenty four. Because I I think she looks older than I do. She yeah she and I'm thirty. You're, yeah you know she she looks she like she'd be probably in her thirties. Yeah. Um, but that's why but, they had to. Tell but us. Ben McKenzie also kind of looks like he's in his twenties. But Adam Brody looks like he's seventeen. Well, yeah, he's a real baby. He'll be a dweeb. He's a real dweeb. So. Like, it's, it's an thing where, where it's like, she, don't get me wrong, attractive. Very attractive. Not 24. And they keep telling us that she's 24, like just so we to, remember. Like, they're trying to convince us. Like, guys, seriously, she's 24. But Seth goes to get a video game get system. Get a better video game. Which, which results in Gabrielle and uh, Ryan. She, like, full-on mouth attacks Ryan. Yeah. She, she essentially grabs him by the dick. Yeah. Um, 
And they're in a lit pool house made out of glass that Seth just left. And the blinds are not pulled down. No, lit. You can see it from the house. All I wanted to be like, oh, Gabrielle's making out with Ryan. That's bad. <laughs> but then also, Caleb's like, Also, they know it. Seth is coming back. I know. Like, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm shocked that this scene did not answer with catch them. Instead, it's just that Daddy Kirsten calls her, which apparently he does by shutting his eyes and shouting her name. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, I gotta go. Because if you lean out the back door, you can see them. <laughs> He's it's, just shouting to the heavens. It's bizarre. <laughs> it is a bad... I don't understand why TV shows are trying to make us okay with this. 24-year-olds should not date 15-year-olds. It's especially weird considering how there's an, there's a, a specific scene. Like, they're not even trying to hide it. Be like, all right, let's just make everyone forget how young yeah. he is. There's a specific scene where she says, oh, right, because you're underage. I just TV... Knock it off. It's, I don't feel as, here. I feel icky, I don't feel as icky as Grundy because she's not abusing a position of power. That's true. And I don't think she's trying to have an emotional relationship with Ryan. Yeah. I think she's just stunted. I don't, and you're and absolutely correct. She, she is absolutely stunted. Like the way that yeah. she acts, like it's, there's so much about this character that has so much depth that I don't even know if the series realizes they did it. It's She did those drugs in Japan when she was 15, and she never had a childhood, and now yep. she's stuck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so... Well, this leads into... Like, so she leaves. Yeah. And that's the end of that. But Seth has suddenly become the master of sexual tension. And he can just feel in the room. Kevin... What is mad dogging? I don't know because they don't know. Because they say it again. Yeah. And apparently it's useful for both Summer being mean and Gabrielle being flirty. Oh, guys. They heard, the writers heard the term mad dogging and were like, ah, good. Let's use it in every possible way until we nail it. Audience. Do you remember what mad, mad dogging meant in 2003? Was it different then? Well, but the problem, once again. It was for Summer being mean and Gabrielle being flirty. It's used in two completely, completely different. opposite things. Oh. But, but Seth is like, oh, man. Like, she clearly is attracted to her. And Ryan apparently also not in terms of it. Uses the word, yeah, we hooked up. And, like, one kiss is not hooking up, Ryan. No, no, no. Like, you, like you guys kissed and you got a little bit into it, but then she left. You need to get your hands under that shirt before you can say we hooked up. Yeah, I feel like there's a limit to hook to like hooking up, and it, and I feel like it's like you had sex with my grand. Also, he uses the word grandmother again, again, because it's a fetish. Yep, it is a fetish for him. This is all incorrect. No one understands how language works. Yeah, all the uses of language here are wrong. But the point is like, oh, no, we can't tell anyone. And they all agree. And they don't tell anyone. And they don't tell anyone. And then we get to the party. Because the boys have to leave the pool because the caterers are there. Yeah. Oh, Aaron, what is that thing they, are, that thing they show at the beginning of the party? Because it looks like the Sarlacc pit. Yeah, like, I don't know. Some sort of meat thing? I could not figure it out. And maybe it's just showing us that we don't know fancy food. But that looks hellish. I know fancy food, though. I go to... I have had, like, $600 dinners, it, and it, I still don't know what that was. Because like, those are bones. They're, like, meat filled with more meat? Like, meat with pureed meat inside it. Was it marrow, maybe? I don't know. But why was the rest of the meat All there? Red. Usually, I don't know. 
I don't know. But it's the party. Everyone's there. Sandy is schlubby as usual. Maybe a little bit high. Luke's wearing a tie and a blazer. Seth, on the other hand, is wearing (laughs) a polo shirt and a blazer. Luke is still on drugs, though, because now he is Seth's friend as well. Oh, hey, Seth. Good to see you. He just loves everyone. Because he's so high. (laughs) The, the, The amount of drugs they gave me makes me think everyone is a purple dragon. And I love purple dragons. This Give is, me a hug, friend. This is the best party ever. Yeah. Marissa, let's go get a drink, but not alcohol, because I'm not allowed to mix alcohol with my painkillers. <laughs> but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> you only live once. YOLO. <laughs> this oh is 2004. There is no YOLO yet. Luke, cor- Luke coined it. Uh, <laughs> and then forgot yeah. for like 10 years. Yeah. Uh, but Ryan is literally frozen in fear by seeing Gabrielle. Yeah. Like, he, <laughs> he Ryan spends his party trying to avoid her without being like, Gabrielle, I want to avoid you. Because he's hiding everywhere. But he's like too sweet to be like, uh, Gab- I, d- I think this kissing is bad. Yeah. Because, like, he's, he sees her and, like, freezes in the spot. It's like, oh, 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 no, no. And she saunders up to him and has given up all forms of subtlety. Yep. Because she feeds him a cherry. And he's... And he's like, thank you for that. <laughs> it's like he thought if he didn't move, she wouldn't see him. Like, he's a rabbit. <laughs> yeah. Or like she's a, a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah. Her vision's based on movement. Uh, uh. He runs off. He's also distressed because Marissa's there with Luke. Yeah. And like he, he's just having a bad night. Can we the Gabrielle ends that conversation with, find me later. And he's like, no. No. <laughs> I wish you didn't know where I live. <laughs> um, then Sandy and Kiki have a grown-up conversation about what they want. Yeah. And cause... this is where we learn that Kiki th- does agree with Sandy. Yeah. But she loves, like, she really does love her job. Yeah. And she also, like, loves where they are. Like, yeah. Because she mentions, like, if, if this is all is about the how you never wanted to be here, then, like, that's a different conversation. Yeah. And it's not. And like, it's not. there are things he doesn't like, but. Yeah, but I, 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 but it seems like he is happy as long as, like, she is there as well. Yeah. Um, so. And he just got excited about a potential future, but now he sees. Yeah. So, all good. Yep. They deal with it well. They're real grown-ups. But Jimmy is there. Jimmy takes himself to the party. Much to Julie. Julie is so upset that he's trying. I know. Like, he, he's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go and I'm going to try to get a job from Caleb. And she's like, how dare you attempt anything at all? <laughs> Jimmy, you know you're bad at this. You should go lie down somewhere until I divorce you. So. She's not upset. She's not upset about the plan. She's upset no. at the fact that he's doing something. Anything. Anything. He should have just been sitting at home looking at his investment she, portfolios. Yeah, and and being sad that she's gonna that he's gonna lose the Julie, the, the evil eyes. <laughs> so he goes and talks to Caleb. Yeah. And Caleb is super, super nice. But says no. Not going to give him a job. And then Oh, <sighs> Julie decides that she has to like I thought, like, wait, is she back on Jimmy's side? Because I thought she was maybe going to go and get a job or try to... Finishing what you started. Because she has to leave on a snappy line. It's the Cooper way, That's apparently. That's what she was taught. Well, it's her way, I guess. Yeah, I don't she know what is not I don't know taught what... it to her daughters. Oh, no, she, do- she does, as we'll learn later. Um, but so she's like, I'll finish what you started. Which is to go and essentially sad up to Caleb. Oh, she is the master of manipulation. Yeah. She is playing a long, slow con to, I assume, marry Caleb and take all his money. I guess. That's the sense I got. That's the sense I got as well. Unfortunately, she doesn't know about that other 24, not 24-year-old. <laughs> Who looks like she's essentially the same age as Julie. Yeah. Maybe like three years younger. 
Yeah. Because I don't, like, I was trying to figure out, is her game plan to get a job for herself? And I don't think it's that. Because her biggest fear is that she has to get a job. She says that to Kim. It's like, it's just like, we're going to have to divorce and I might have to get a job. Not a specific kind of job. (laughs) Just a job. What skills do I have? Oh, no. And Caleb is like, yes, I could do something with this. And, yeah, he's like, we'll have dinner. I'm never too busy for you. You know what? I feel like... From what I learned, Caleb, I feel like he's, he knows what she's up to. He's just deciding whether or not he cares. That's true. Is he okay with it? What can he gain yeah. from interacting with Julie Cooper? Yeah. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, we learned something interesting here. Marissa and Luke have never had sex. Yeah, and Summer tries to pure pressure Mar- Marissa into doing which, it. Which, <laughs> hang on. <laughs> Marissa and Luke never had sex, which means Marissa's a virgin. But it means Luke is not. It's true. Because Luke has had... we. I mean, he might not have. I'm assuming they had sex. In the pilot? In the pilot. Maybe it was just like a BJ. I mean, maybe. Like, but off that's, the but beach. That is still sex, guys. Yeah. Like, so, there are a lot of definitions of sex. So Marissa and Luke are, as far as they're concerned, virgins. I'm not entirely sure Luke is. I'm not convinced either. But they have never had sex with and each other. Summer is like, Luke's going to get tired of waiting. You better do it. And I'm like, Summer, shut up. <laughs> Summer once again gives terrible advice. Terrible advice. It's, terrible advice. Now, now here's the thing. Once again, like, the crux of her advice is in a way fine where it's like, if you're with Luke, be with Luke. Yeah, it's you need to give Luke all of yourself. Which, once again, good advice in the worst way. She's so, like, you, like, you, like, if you're going to be with Luke, be with Luke by having sex with him or else he's going to have sex with someone else. You can't stop him. It's like, like Mer- Summer. Summer, stop just a little bit earlier. Yeah, always. Always oh. just give your first piece of advice. Don't explain it. Never explain why, how <laughs> your mind got there. Just explain the advice. But Rike is... Rike, man. Ryan is trying to hide in the pool house. And uh, Gabrielle will not let him. Yeah, stop. Because she knows where he lives. Yeah. And he's like, I hope you were hiding. He's like, no. I'm like, he clearly was. He has headphones in. He put down the blinds. Yeah, the at least he's a little bit secure. Still not really not secure. No. Can we... These people are insane, number one. But number two, <laughs> this is where we get more about Gabrielle. Because she's very much aware. And we also learn more about Caleb. Yep. She's aware that, that, that like... Caleb only will only ever love his, uh, his dead wife. His dead wife, and so she's very sad about that. She's mm-hmm. like, um, she's like, I wanted to feel love essentially with him, but I'm aware that our like this is a very loveless. It's relationship. a business transaction. Yeah, essentially, like her big thing is she always talked about boredom and that. Yeah, um, but we get a lot on that, and like, like she's a very sad character. A very sad character until she jumps the bones of a 15 year old. And then they make out. Yes. 16 year old. I don't know how um, old they are. I don't know. But they but they will learn once they go to school, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yes. Um <laughs> they go to university and we're like, "Oh, oh, you were seniors." We completely forgot about the anyway. Anyway, um, Marissa walks in. Yeah, which is probably the least bad person who could have walked in. The like, only person that would be less bad than her is Seth. Yeah, you're going to be like, <laughs> "Oh, gee, sorry." Um, but because once again, they're making out in a pool house surrounded by people with yep. the wind, with the, with the blinds about halfway down. Yeah, they're not all the way down. And these guys are there's, laying down, so you can probably see them under the there's, blinds. There's a, there's a bit earlier where right after Gabrielle feed, <laughs> feeds Ryan the cherry, Ryan says to her, are you trying to get caught? And I'm like, I think yeah, she is. Yeah, I think so. She, for, she, she wants passion. She's bored. So she wants passion and excitement. Yeah. And if Caleb, Caleb found out, 
be pretty exciting. Though, to be fair, she's pretty upset that Marissa finds out. That's true. But but Marissa Marissa is like, like devastated. Devastated they're making out. Makes Luke leave. Never seen this woman before. Marissa Cooper <laughs> losing her virginity for all the wrong reasons. Okay, hang on. Luke is in the middle of a conversation with another man. Marissa <laughs> doesn't even say hi. No, she's crazy. She, up to him. She kisses up to him and kisses him on the mouth, and the man just like, oh, all right. <laughs> and she's like, we need to leave, and then he's like. My parents. I'm, I'm on drugs. <laughs> My parents are in Palm Springs. Like, really, she's taking advantage of him. He is not in this in any good state. But also, like, what the what? Luke was shot a week ago? <laughs> His parents had up to Palms, yeah. His parents are in Palm Springs. I am actually more surprised that they didn't go to Holly's. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, let's go to Holly's, you know. It's There's no one open. there. <laughs> you know no one's there. You know Holly's parents hate her. <laughs> Oh man! <sighs> uh, but so, we, there's this whole thing of what's going on with Summer and Seth. So. Yes. So all party Summer has had been dragging Seth around, making him introduce her to people. Yeah, we we cut by as like she's very ickily like hitting on older men. But she actually really knows a lot I mean, about finance. I mean, here's the thing: she knows <laughs> she knows what she's doing. Yeah, it's the same thing. <laughs> she is very accurate in what she is doing, just in the worst way. She's like, "All right, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit on older businessmen to try to get myself essentially a sugar daddy." But I'll learn a lot about business and finance and the proper like management systems. Yeah. Like she could probably just be a business person at that point. Yeah, she probably doesn't need university, and then she'll have her own money. Yeah, but she decided to no, no, uh, and so Seth finally is like, "No, no." Yeah. I invite you to the party, the least... And, he, like, he knew it wasn't a date, but I think he just wanted, like, the courtesy of her, like... He wanted them to at least hang out a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And so, uh, she kisses him. Well... He, he has a... So, essentially, he takes Anna's advice. He has a backbone. He's confident. He stands up to her. Yeah. And, 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 he, and he explains to her, like, 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 these people don't care about you. I care about you. Mm-hmm. Now, here's, here's the thing. It is kind of creepy, but also kind of sweet. That's exactly what I wrote. He is both sweet and creepy in the greatest it's, way. Here's the thing. It is the sort of thing that was a, it's from, I think, How I Met Your Mother, where it's like the, the line between sweet and creepy is if the other person reciprocates. Yep. Because um, he says, like, in grade three, you used to feed that squirrel that the fat squirrel kept on stealing food from. And she's like, I hated the fat squirrel. You read that poem in grade six that she, even she didn't remember. And then he until, recites the poem. And then she remembers. And then she kisses him. It's, here's the thing. Their thing, their their relationship actually sort of works for me because she, I think, is so used to not getting attention yes. to being the other one to Marissa. Yeah. That the fact that he cares so much to know about her yeah. is actually good for her. Absolutely. Like, it, like she's not... She's not a second fiddle. She's not... Like, he, he has noticed her all along. Yeah. Which, like, here's the thing. I, you can say that, yeah, in real life it would be kind of creepy, but it... All, I don't think it, you know... It's, but the thing is, like, he does not seem creepy about it. Exactly. Like, yeah, there's a few times where it's sort of like a funny joke that he knows too much. But if her entire deal is that she doesn't get attention... Then he's giving her exactly what she needs. Yeah, and and she's and he's giving her loving attention. Yeah, and not, kind attention. Yeah, and the things he remembers about her and he loves about her are like very sweet 
human things. It's not like he's like, I remember when you came into class on the first day of 10th grade and you were wearing that skirt. Remember that sweet skirt, skirt chasing. <laughs> exactly. No, no, he remembers that she used to feed a squirrel. And, and that she was scared to say the poem, yeah. which is probably something that she would never admit. Yeah, yeah. So. So it's, it's, it's the sort of thing that like this show is doing something that could be just like creepy and just jokes actually really well exactly because like if someone told you that if you met a couple and they said oh well we actually went to school together since like third grade and he had a crush on me for like 10 years before he was even comfortable talking to me yeah but but like he remembered all these things from when i was like three and six you would think that's adorable yeah and you'd be a monster if you're like oh god so creepy how dare you have feelings and like tv shows so often portray creepy unsettling behavior as if it's something we should accept yeah and it's normal and it's natural and that's how you show love yeah and like and he also doesn't know stuff that he couldn't know yeah he he doesn't doesn't know private stuff yeah he knows like though i think the only thing the thing where it's a joke is that he knows when her birthday is which here's the thing i would probably know if i if i was if i like you know had had things i would know their birthday yeah it's not secret information especially in this place where their birthdays are catered and have 150 people Mm -hmm. knowing what someone's birthday is well knowing because in elementary school we used to celebrate people's birthdays in class exactly so if you liked someone you would note yeah oh their birthday is this like like he he, he's not like he's like like you know like you know watching her through you know yeah. windows or something like that or like exactly. anything um so i think they're doing good jobs with that yeah uh, um so after this sandy fixes things yes he business feelings at daddy kirsten and daddy kirsten is like i don't like you sandy and sandy's like i know but kirsten loves you so it's be a good dad yeah it's this interesting thing that like i think sandy hits the nail on the head cuz he's like you don't like how good Kirsten is doing because you feel like you aren't needed as much. Exactly. So him, so like him seeing how good Kirsten is like succeeding at work and like mm-hmm. having a family and doing all these things. He's like, well, no, no, I, I, I she, she's clearly freaking out. I need to, I, I need to dial things yeah, back. Cl- I need to make her dependent. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. And I think he absolutely nailed the, nailed it on the head. Yeah. And so then, Daddy Kirsten has to talk with Kirsten. <laughs> he gives us best impression of feelings to her. And we do learn a lot. For instance, he asks if she ever talks to her sister. Yep. And she says, well, mm-hmm. I tried to invite her, but the last number I have is out of service. Yep. So Turns out it's just the two of them now, And then he goes, and then there were two. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, Caleb, what? Caleb's very dour. Seriously, where Gabrielle gets it from. Caleb, th- there's not two, there's five. Because Kirsten has expanded your family. No, he doesn't count them. <laughs> no. His grandson? I, no, no. Here's the thing. I also think he doesn't. No, he his family is his yeah, family it's him unit. and Kirsten. Yeah. Yeah. And so they don't... They don't say anything that it's resolved. Yeah. They, essentially, the biggest thing is, like, all right, you're not... Don't be late at work on Monday. Yeah. You're not fought. You're, like, you're not demoted. Yeah. This is the, that's that's the best feelings that Daddy Kirsten can put out to Kirsten. But it is it's a very real scene. Yeah. Because it doesn't get resolved. They don't talk around to like a neat little bow. Yeah. They just sort of accept the state of things and soothe some of the hurt feelings and then Yeah. Um Gabrielle stalks Ryan one last time. He's trying to hide again. He's like sitting on the stairs. And she like comes through the party and is like must find um, we get a little bit more about her. She 
Like she she's very upset that Marissa was the one who caught them. Because Ryan is so sad yeah. and she says, "Well, y- y- I'm jealous of you because I want to love someone as much as you love <laughs> yeah, her." Yeah, she says she says, "It's good that you feel bad. It means you can still feel love. I'm dead inside. Anyway, I'm never going to be seen again." No resolution for me. Bye. And then she, then like one, like a very in-depth character with a lot of like pathos and stuff going on leaves the series. Just like, well, it's the same thing with Ryan's mom, right? Like she was a fascinating, deep, troubled character. Yeah. The, the thing I feel like, I feel like we got to understand a lot of what she was about. That's true. And her leaving is part of her character. With this one, it's just like, like I have a lot of this stuff going on. I'm sort of dead inside. I'm trying to find love with someone who I'm trying to force love with. Uh, and and I'm also emotionally stunted. I'm essentially a 15 year old in a 24 year old's body. That's played by a 34 year old. I mean, that said, Caleb, and away I go. Caleb is going to be there at work on Monday, so maybe Gabrielle's still around. Well, but in the I feel like she does become a character in the series. She has, she has an episode named after her. That's true, and that's never her, a good sign. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, she is the girlfriend. Did you know that Olivia Wilde is on the show, though? No. Yep. Oh. There are things you don't know. Not no, this season. I don't know. Well, yes, no, exactly. I don't know these things. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> Luke and Marissa have sex in one of the most upsettingly shot sex scenes I've seen in a long time. This is happening for all the wrong reasons, for both of them. Well, I mean, yes, story-wise, yes, also. Because uh, Luke's on <laughs> drugs, and she is essentially mad at Ryan. But it's also, yeah, it is filmed. Well, because it's just, just like, 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 cut to the upper part of her butt, cut to their faces, cut to another piece of flesh. It's just cutting from flesh to flesh to flesh that I don't know how clothed or unclothed. Like, I have no. And com- who chose I don't even to. know really the room they're in. Like, it is so tight and claustrophobic and upsetting that maybe it's on purpose. I would think it's, so. The unfortunate thing is that like. From what I've seen of these teen dramas, they usually they're, usually their sex scenes are about titillation, and I don't think this one's this supposed to be. This does not feel titillating, and I don't think it's supposed to feel titillating. Yeah, and like if they did it on purpose, amazing. And the reason I don't think it's supposed to be is because right after this, Ryan is just like hanging out on his balcony, feeling the feels. <laughs> when Marissa and Luke come back, and Marissa. He must just like materialize from the balcony to the driveway because yeah, he gets there so you fast. You can still hear the car like backing up as he's standing there. And he just he looks at her and she just looks at him and goes, You're too late. Yeah, no, she channels her mother with a well timed leaving the room line. So I don't I think the scene was supposed to be upsetting. I don't think we were yeah. supposed to be. Yeah. I, I hope so. I'm just saying like there's a yeah, lot of, it was there's very... a lot when they shoot sex scenes, they usually do like they usually still try to be like, yeah, look, here's bo- here's here's bodies. Well, and it's it was just just like pieces of flesh. It it's was a bold choice to have a character lose her virginity, yeah. and have it not be sexy at yeah. all. Um, um, also, he is not too late, Marissa, because it's not his job to decide for you. Yeah, Mar- <laughs> yeah, Marissa, shut up. <laughs> You are incorrect. He is not too late. You picked Luke. That's what happened. Which is, once again, fine. But don't do that bullshit to him. And then don't try to put it back on him and be like, you did it wrong. Yeah. He did not do it wrong. Yeah, no. You just... (laughs) 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 Is it one... And that's the episode. Yeah. Is it one cool thing that this... um, uh, this episode did 
So it's did something that you, that like I don't believe modern TV does a whole lot, which it foregoed shallow drama for deep drama. Yeah, because Ryan and the girlfriend like sort of hooking up was not as a big thing like no. in the grand scheme. Like they didn't like dramatically have Sandy find out or have Caleb like, walk in. Yeah, no, no, Marissa did. Yeah, which. Which once again, I was talking about is the it was the least dangerous person who could have walked into that room. Absolutely, but it's the person where there's the longest reaching repercussions. Yeah, because they they could have easily just been like shallow, like they were revealed to be. Which I feel like a very modern ones they would have had mm. both. They would have had like oh it was a grand reveal. Turns out they were in a well lit room surrounded <laughs> by glass, and everyone saw or some or something something like that. Absolutely. Yeah, but they sort of like you know worked yeah. around it, which was nice, which was cool, which was good. Yeah. So, Aaron. Yeah, Kevin. In this episode, did you find yourself a uh, a CW moment? I did. And it was challenging because... Hey, um, Aaron, what is a CW moment? I was getting to that. No, Let me I craft didn't my were. sentence. No. I did. And it was challenging because, as our listeners may know, the CW moment is a moment where drama overrides logic and storytelling. And the drama in this episode was actually very well crafted. Yes. See? I was getting there. There you go. Um, my moment, though, is the swimming it was less of a moment once I figured out that Caleb had actually been in the house for a while. Yeah. And she didn't just, like, go there and go straight to the pool. Immediately. She came there in, like, she was on the plane in a bikini. Yeah. But, like, I've seen this episode more than once. And it was only this viewing that I realized they had already been there. They've been in the house. They did not do a very good job of explaining that. <laughs> so I was like, the fact that they chose to have her go straight to the pool so Ryan could see her in a bathing suit is bonkers. <laughs> that is the most CWCW. <laughs> So, Kevin, was your CW moment? My CW moment was the party. Like, they didn't do a good job explaining why Kirsten was having the party. Mm. It feels like if anybody should know that her dad just wanted them to hang out. Because I feel like that probably was his thing every year. I feel like every yeah. year he's constantly like, like, is this a special birthday? Is it like his 50th birthday? Or, well, he's probably, I think he's older than 50. But if if it had been a landmark birthday and they'd yeah. been like, oh, we're celebrating Caleb's like, like, and, and 60th. Kirsten, yeah, and Kirsten or... wants it. Like, Kirsten's like... Like, well, it's a special birth. Like, well, I want yeah. this. Mom always talked or, about. Yeah. Or if it was very clear that she's doing it because mom would have liked it. Yeah. Or if it just didn't feel very clear enough that why this party would happen, other than the fact that we needed a party. We need a party every <laughs> single episode. Every episode. News at least only had one. As if you want to cap their dinner. No, no. They're in the Riverdale, there's a dinner and a party in almost every single episode yeah. as well. If they just it's they're very lazy about getting all the characters together. Yeah, so like party time. Great. <laughs> the only way to get them together is a party. <laughs> yeah. 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 CW moment. A good episode. It was a good episode. All right, guys. Well, um, I'm tired, so I don't think I can banter anymore. Well, if you if you like that, you should give us a rating, review, subscription. We're on iTunes or whatever podcatcher you uh, you, you find yourself on. Um, you can email us if you email us at podcastmoa podcastmoa at gmail We'll probably talk. About, well, no, we will talk about we will you. Talk about you. Let's yeah. be real. Yeah. Um, you can also tweet with us. You can Instagram. They're both podcastmoa podcastmoa. Yeah. We're all over the internet. Yeah. Hit us up. All over the place. Yo yo. What is Julie Cooper's plan? What will be the fallout of Marissa's choice? Where can I get some of those sweet Luke drugs? Answers to all this and more on the next episode of Mystery Outsiders and Abs. A teen drama fan cast? <laughs>